used to drive all over town for low prices, but now I let Walmart's incredible new savings catcher do the work for me. I just enter my Walmart receipt online and savings catcher does the rest. It compares the prices I paid for items at Walmart with advertised prices from other top stores in my area. And if savings catcher finds a lower advertised price, Walmart gives me the difference on an e-gift card. Now that's my kind of work. Introducing Savings Catcher from Walmart. Go to walmart.com slash savings catcher for details. Eligible items only. Restrictions apply. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! This song was the scene walking up to Sid's house... And I heard it, and I was like, this is a badass song. You know what else is badass? This freaking episode. Yes. Like, holy, holy crap, cow. guys. Yeah. We, just, we, we watched it without volume yesterday, yeah. and we didn't really, because we, we were at a screening party. Right, which I hope some of you guys saw our uh, Instagram video. And our feature in that Instagram video was Brandon J. McLaren. Brandon J. McLaren, who plays Dale Jackson. The show, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV After Show for Graceland. This is Season 2, Episode 11, entitled Home, because we like to toast to home. Oh, my God. We are doing the show today because yesterday we are actually invited by our good friend of the studio, Chris Massey, who wrote this co-wrote episode. this episode. Co-wrote this episode. His very first script for great, very first script co-wrote. Mm-hmm. First credit on TV for that. And... Probably incredible. one of the best from the season. So good. Such a good episode. Shout fact, out to you, Chris. Is, yeah, and this is the only one where I quoted, I had to write down one of the the lines here just because it made me laugh so hard. Was it, I don't die for pussy? No, but that shit was funny too. <laughs> <laughs> that shit well, so careful. Sorry. You um, just said the P word. Yeah, but that's not the S word. Guys, <laughs> oh so let, we, we told you there was going to be big news. And really quick before I go into that, I do want to say, uh, shout out to Graceland L or CJ at Graceland L on yes, Twitter, Elizabeth you. Dartez at L Dart thirteen on Twitter, and man, shout out to Brandon J McLaren for just like having a drink with us, talking to us about the show, being just a super nice guy. And guys, you guys ready for this? We're gonna get Jeff Easton for the podcast. Holla, your girl, creator of Graceland. Um, he's all about he's all about the show. He was really excited when uh, when uh, I told him about the show and mm-hmm. met him. And uh, he might not be on an after show. It might be a separate interview because other news for the finale, guys. We will have Eric Valdez, aka Carlito Solano. Alongside Jamie Gray Hyder. <laughs> I love it. AKA Lucia Solano. So me and Steven will be coming back into the show because we got some <laughs> villains up in the studio. It's gonna be it's gonna be like the brother and sister versus the brother and sister. Yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna be a jam-packed finale. It's gonna be a jam-packed season. And this season of Graceland has, you know, it started off. I was kind of like, okay, where's this going? It's kind of building up momentum. And I always said, like, once you get to episode seven and eight, it kind of goes, yeah. like, not down, but it's the roller coaster of just everything's getting crazy. And it got so good. This episode is like, 
it was refreshing too because it, we we finally I mean not that I didn't care about the girls and everything but we finally kind of went away from it and we started going past what this initial operation was they were st- they were almost stuck somewhere for a second oh dude it was just like it was old school it was season 1 old school bello graceland yeah. where briggs is shady as a mo yeah. and mike is shady as a mo and charlie's shady as like 10 mo's you know okay Yes, that, Let's start that, from the top. that was our hype, 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 hype. Because <laughs> seriously, again, shout out to Brandon J. We know you watch it. You rock. Okay, guys. So oh, wait, and shout out to the, I think you mentioned the other two, the one. Chris Massey and Jeff Easton. And the, no, the Twitter people that were like oh, yeah. tweeting us last night. Yeah, yeah we were them. so happy to get your guys' tweets last night. And I just want to apologize ahead of time because I had to come here straight from work with the quickness. I don't have any makeup on. Okay, thanks. Go. Nobody would have noticed that if you didn't say it. I just had to say it because it was the perfect way for me to say I, I with the quickness. I had to drop it for them. They asked me to drop it. I don't get this, girl. You could have just said with the quickness. The no, show was, it's better in context. This show is getting crazy with the quickness. Guys, we're going to break <laughs> into it. So this is going to be a little bit of a weird breakdown because of how everything interacts with each other in different ways. But first things first, we're going we're gonna to knock out some... Um, let's go ahead and talk about Briggs's Troubles... Nobody knows the troubles he's seen. <laughs> Guys, so Briggs gets it, it starts off right where the end of the last episode plays off with mm-hmm. um him on his phone. Charlie making the sauce. Charlie making the sauce. And guys, I want to comment on this as we've already seen the end of the episode. If you have not seen this episode, turn off your podcast now. This will ruin one of the biggest twists of the season. It will one of the biggest scenes. What we've been waiting for. Seriously. Turn it off. Okay. I'm assuming at this point you've seen the episode now, if you're still listening. Okay, so Charlie is the one who had the tape. Oh, why did we start saying it so quickly? That's my favorite part. But yes, Charlie had it. Charlie is the one. How crazy None of us predicted that? that. None of us. None of us. And now it's so funny because it, it makes sense because Charlie was the only one that was stuck on that entire thing happening. She was the she was the one that was worried about Kelly, the one that like had, couldn't figure out like what happened and that all this went down. Like, of course, of course, she was the one that had, well, had a connection with someone like that they called her. The last we saw was Charlie was digging into it a little bit more, and Briggs had called her and said yep. everything's fine, exactly. But she didn't really understand. But mm-hmm. when it was later in the season when the uh, LAPD officer called Charlie and told her about the tape, so it's been about two episodes she's known. So I really want to go back and rewatch those episodes and just be like. Oh my god, she knows. Like, every line has a different meaning, and I feel like they must have told, um, it's Felicia, what's the actress's name? Which one? Charlie. Char- Vanessa. Vanessa. They they must have told Vanessa before, um, before this episode, so she could play it that way. So she should play, she could play knowing about, being the one who knows about the tape. Yeah. To all these episodes. Last episode, we kick off with her, she's making the sauce, and right, Briggs and comes in. Right, she steps away for like a second. She steps away for... Like a second, Briggs gets the call. She comes back and right afterwards, was that Sid? and that's when after she, he Sid had, the phone call had already hung up, and he was still playing like he was on the phone. He's like, "All right, man, sounds good. See you tomorrow." And oh my god, and, crazy! Uh, so he plays it off like Sid was calling. Um, Johnny and Jake's roll in. They're like talking about how they can get the drugs working, and basically it was just like roll lines to mm-hmm. throw their way, so you know what they're talking about. Um, Jake's goes to change in the in uh, goes to change because he wants to hear the sauce story, and Briggs is looking all like sketchy. chilling in uh, Jake's room. That's some like James Hard. Bond, hello, Mister Bond, kind of stuff. Um, so basically, Briggs is like, we need to talk, we need to talk because this tape has been found, all that going on. So Briggs and Jake go to a park, talk right outside Hector Stacos. 
making a making a rebound from season one. Um, Briggs thinks that Sid has the tape. So this whole episode should have been called Jumping to Conclusions yes, with Briggs. Yes, uh, seriously. But I love it because this, how, I mean, not that the show hasn't been good, but this show didn't have, like, I haven't been on my, the edge of my seat literally in a while where I was like, wait, I don't get it, just trying to follow it. And it wasn't, it's not even like they put so much complicated things in there. It was just really a jump around. Yeah. But, like, with this, it's just, it's great to see how fast Briggs can create a plan and how fast he's moving, but the fact that Charlie played this so well against him Mm -hmm. is amazing. So well. Because she didn't, she still doesn't know the full extent of how Odin Briggs is. She doesn't know he's Odin still. Exactly. She still doesn't know he's Odin, but, like, before... Before what he's done with Mike in the end of the episode, like everything, mm-hmm. she hasn't known how far he's willing to go for certain things. So Briggs is uh, talking to Jake's. Um, Jake's is just done. Right. Because Briggs is going to kill Sid, and then Briggs is like, well, but you Jake's know he's so- got a whole crew, too. Yeah, and but Jake still has to take care, like has to cover his back. Yeah. It's so like, he can't go in too deep without helping out Briggs. Here, go buy me a go buy me thing. Give me an, an alibi. alibi. It's like... Seriously, Briggs? Yeah. All right, so Briggs stakes out Sid's place. This is where we got the Cards with the Devil song. Great song. What was that band called, Marissa? I will look that up. All right. Um. Anyway, good song. Just honestly Google YouTube <laughs> YouTube Cards with the Devil. That's what we found it on. Um, Briggs is thrown off by Sid not acknowledging the tape. Sid's just like acting normal, talking well, about the I pool. I knew the second he answered the door, I knew. You, yeah. I was like, and so did Briggs. You see Briggs relax for just a second, but the way he was like, oh, I got to turn my brain on, like, it was more like, hey, it was as if he was a bit happy to see him. Yeah, I mean, it was like, cause, well, because Sid called him called like four, four times. times so yeah. it was like, perfect, now you're here. Yeah, so they're talking about the pool. Briggs is just like, I didn't come here to hear about your dirty pool. Let's go into business. And Sid tells the story of how he got involved with the Solano cartel, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. So he really was putting Paul on his team. He was putting, n- not fully though. Not fully, but I'm saying the fact that he even let him know that, that was too much information. And the, uh, the song is by Von Bonville. So mm-hmm. yeah, check out Von Bonville, Cards of the Devil. Guys, so he tells that 20 years ago, he busted Carlito when Carlito was still just some punk, and he sends him away for 10 years, but he likes the guy. Like for some reason, he really likes Carlito. He's attracted to him. And Carlito's a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Carlito or Solano, like Carlos, the dad? No, he's he put a he put away Carlo, Carlito. Oh, the the son. Yeah, right. Didn't he? No, Solano. Oh, he, Solano no, before Solano. Solano came up. I, I mean, I look as Carlito, Carlito, Carlos Solano is the dad. Solano's dad, Carlito's the baby. Okay, so Sid, Sid put away Carlos. Is what you're saying? Yes. Okay, so. Which makes more sense that he would say he would like it because, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Nobody would like Carlos or uh, no. Carlito. Yeah, and I, I loved, for some reason, I really liked Solano also. So he talks about horses for convicts, which yeah. I was like, okay, that's because crazy. Because they would take equestrian uh, thing. That's yeah. nuts. Um, and Solano starts informing on other cartels and giving Sid, like, the biggest breaks of his career, which By, put him to where he is. Exactly. But, but also eliminating the competition. Yeah, it's it's brilliant partnership. Um, but then when, uh, when Solano puts a partner in the ground, that's when Sid's just like, no, I'm not going to let this slide. Kind of goes a little hard on him, puts him where the line is. He basically says, this is where the line is. And this is where kind of Briggs is realizing that Sid did not call with the tape. And I think that this is a half truth because we don't fully know. I think there's a lot Mm -hmm. more because like. Because Sid could be playing his ass too. Excuse me. Well, covering covering the drugs up and covering the the women trafficking, like that's a different story. Mm-hmm. So I think Sid knows more than he's letting on. Of course, 
Um, and then, uh, so that's crazy. Briggs and Jakes were back at this place because this is after he met with Sid. And Briggs and Jakes, and we get this sign of notice of filming in the background. They really kind of play that up. Mm-hmm. Briggs says, it, Briggs is jumping to another conclusion. It has to be Mike. Yeah. It's got to be Mike. He was kind of like Walter Whiting it there for a second. It's he Jesse. Was. I got to go. No, he really did, though, because what blew my mind was after he thought that it wasn't Sid, I literally was like, when did you just get the idea that it was Mike? I know. And that That, was it was so quick. That was the only that's the only qualm I had with this episode. Yeah. And I will say I will say that very lightly, but it is the only thing because it was a little bit far fetch of a jump. Yeah. Because nothing has been so nothing's really put Briggs against Mike with oh, that much animosity. Oh, wanna know why? Why? Because when he said we have to kill Sid and the reason why Briggs thought first he had to check Sid because that's that was just the first he had to. And then when he he was said and cuz I remember he told um he told Jake's cuz it damn near worked. Mike had grabbed his arm and was like, we have to put Sid to the ground. Mike wanted to make the perception, he wanted to portray himself as someone who would do the same thing so that Briggs would open up or either do the same thing, meaning he thought that he, he thought that Mike was assuming that he had Briggs on something and then, yeah. Hello. <gasps> wow. Every time. Every time, Steffi. I don't know what is with you and Mike's. Um, but but yeah, so that's why he got it. But still, I think it was a l- not sloppy. I don't want to say I'm. Gonna it wasn't say sloppy. It was it was kind of a jump. I just didn't see the animosity between Briggs and Mike to the right. point where Briggs would be immediately jumping to I got to kill Mike or I got to do this to Mike. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Jake's doesn't believe it. Jake's is just like, let me go to sleep. My bed is calling. Yeah, and he but Briggs's logic is if. If Mike has uh, Briggs put Sid underground, Mike will have him dead to rights on two murders and be mm-hmm. able to get rid of Sid and um, Briggs It's his in guilty one go. conscience. Yeah. He's just getting scared. He's paranoid. He's pa- excuse me. That's the exact word that I meant to say. He's paranoid. He's paranoid. So what does Briggs do? He decides on this plan to put Mike in the line of fire. And how does he do that? He has to change the plan with the bite with the robbery. So he goes to the film set. He acts like he's a police, like he. Well, oh wait, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Um, he says they have to move because of piping. The 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 line producer is like whoa whoa whoa. whoa. And it's like yeah, man. Well, you either want to share it with the piping people or you want to move down two blocks down in front of the bank because I can hook you up with that spot. And um, at this point, I'm just like, oh man, he's messing Paige over. Like, mm. No, not Paige. He's screwing Charlie over like hardcore here. And then we get back to Graceland and everyone's blurry and it's time for dinner. Yes. And I got to say, guys, if you're trying to get a good dinner and you don't really have a big budget, but you still want to save money, what you can do is you can go to Walmart, you can buy all your groceries, you can buy anything you need, spatulas, pans, pots, all that stuff. And if you want to save the money, what you do is you go home and you use something called Walmart Savings Catcher. And what Walmart Savings Catcher is, is it's designed to save you money on everything that you buy. Because, you know, nobody wants to drive around for an hour going to different places, trying to find the best prices, trying to just save money by driving around. I mean, you're spending more money on gas just exactly. doing that. What this does is you take your receipt, you put it into Walmart Savings Catcher, which you can find at walmart.com slash savings catcher, or on the app for Savings Catcher, which you can download off iTunes. Um, and you put in your receipt, and it looks through all your items and finds the lowest price in the area for those items. And if it's lower than what you paid at Walmart, it gives you the difference on a gift card, on an e-gift card that you can spend what? at Walmart. 
So if I buy a vacuum cleaner at Walmart for 100 bucks and I put my receipt in and Savings Catcher says that, oh, hey, this other place had it for 80 bucks, it's going to give you a $20 gift card. That's incredible and that's worth it. It's Absolutely. crazy. Saves you time, saves you money, saves you energy, and it saves you all that stress. You know, guys, just go to walmart.com slash savings catcher and you can save money today. And it justifies any purchase. But while you are going to iTunes to download that app, you know what else you can do? You can go to the Graceland After Show here at AfterBuzz TV and, and rate, rate and, and comment. comment. Give us five stars because you know you love us. We bring a great guest like Jamie, like Eric, like coming up Jeff, Jeff Easton. Easton. That's going to be Which I hope that you guys share to your friends and your family. Don't be afraid to talk about it. Rep it because we do. You should also. With a quickness. With the quickness. Um, no, I, that doesn't apply. He said I it know, wrong. You know. But, uh, you know, you can go to iTunes with a quickness. But you anyway, sure shout out to uh, Cody Kitt because I believe that was a week ago. I don't know if we got it in time for the show. Cody Kitt 727 on iTunes. Great info about the show. Gave us four out of five stars. We're going to earn that fifth star from you. We're going to earn that fifth star from you. you gotta, you got to change your tone when you see the rest of this season. Um, he says, I've been watching the show mostly on YouTube just to see Stephanie and Steven's reactions to each episode as well as my other favorite to After Buzz TV shows. I'm a huge geek to fan over Doctor Who. I just want to give you guys oh, praises to say I really like to hear and or watch what you think of the episodes and, and hear your opinions. I may disagree with you on some stuff. It's going to happen. Of course. Um, but love how you get me to see a different point or points in the show that I didn't pick up the first time viewing it. And that's what we really want to do. And honestly, if you're a fan of the show, that's exact. Yeah. And that's what we like. I, that's why I love to have the discussions with Steven. Y'all know that we fight on here all the time about stuff. So I'm just kidding. What everyone tells us, <laughs> what everyone tells us is our show is like the anti-writers room. In that <laughs> the writers throw opinions together and then they find the script. And then what we do is we basically throw ideas of what could happen, yeah. and it peels away at what they were actually thinking of until they decided I, on this. I really, I truly, with all my heart, still think that one of the writers watched our after show and put the line with the quickness for Charlie. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I really we, think. Our, uh, our Helix show actually has writers writing in inside jokes from our after show to the show season two. Really? You guys got to check that out. If you haven't watched Helix, check that out. And watch oh, all of our other awesome. AfterBuzz TV shows. Check them out on YouTube, on iTunes, and AfterBuzzTV.com. So okay. another dynamic besides ours that I like was everyone's at the table this evening on, in the dinner. Th or not this evening, last night. But um, that was sick, the dinner table scene. Oh, yeah. So he walks in, it was blurry, and it's time for sauce time. So he, it's time for dinner. Um... Let me go ahead and find what was before this with Johnny and all them. So no, you literally said that he walked in and every, everyone was blurry. I know. Yeah, he walked in and everyone's blurry. But now we're skipping back from breaks to another story because the dinner kind of starts the half. whole half back of the episode. Oh, right. So with Jake's and Johnny, um, this is this is where Charlie threatens him with a knife. They ask to tell the story. But the next time we see them, Johnny is asking Jake's to get in touch with ICE uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, get Lucia out. Mm -hmm. And Johnny's going to ask Mike... If Jake's doesn't, yeah. and Jake's really kind of puts this puts the smackdown on Johnny, and is like, "Look, dude, if yep. you tell Mike that you're sleeping with Lucia, you cannot perfectly. be a witness. Mm -hmm. You have obstructed justice. Mm -hmm. You have potentially ruined this case. case. Exactly, and, and that's how they're going to see you it. You think Mike is going to be the one to help you? Right. Mike is not even trusting." anyone right now yeah. after the leak with um with Carlito. Right. He he don't trust nobody. So he says I told her I'd come back for her and Jake's is just like You lied. You lied. You lie for a living. Dude. Oh. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so 
Sorry. Like, we're excited about this because Steven and I didn't watch the show together. We literally but watched we, it two different hours. Right? I walked into the studio and Steven's like, I can't even talk right now. You need to watch the episode. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. And I ran over. It's so funny. This episode was crazy, dude. Like, it Chris, nuts. like. Come on, man. That was, that was man. a great line. I know. Oh. And it was so fun. It was awesome to be able to talk to Brandon yesterday. We were tell- I was telling him how it was incredible for to see his storyline just go so extensive and that and he's been so good. Like his acting has been awesome and he's like, "Oh, thanks." Like where everyone's storyline has incre- has um been developed, so we're all they're all proud about it and that's so sick. What's also crazy is that Everything so far has been driving the people to Graceland to not like each other or have mm-hmm. all these secrets with each other. This is the first time the in the entire season, yes. aside from when... Um, in the very beginning when Mike came back. Exactly. That they're all together and they're all forced to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what's going to happen. I want to go back to... Um, Mike, where Mike mentions the call, throws Briggs off. Mike thinks Sid's putting Briggs off. And Mike is not happy that leads are being taken and wants to take down Sid. That was the little scene with Mike we got. And then Mike and Paige, we get a small scene with Mike and Paige, Mm -hmm. which this is another dramatic irony that we know that Paige knows Mike burned Lena's body. It's not 100% that she knows, but but she's not stupid. She had the exact same thought process the second she walked into the infirmary. Um, w- the way Mike did. They literally had the same face and everything, so it was, like, safe to make the assumption that that's what he thought and that that's, that that's the reason why she is missing rather yeah. than, you know... Rather and, than and, the, and, uh, and because she's thinking, Lena did not hit you in the head. Yeah, she's so... You didn't, yeah, that. you're smarter than that. Well, it's because of the cuts. Yeah, exactly. And we don't know at this point, but there's still technically video camera footage from right. that place. And the girls... All saw that. Yeah, so, I mean, we're going to probably get a little bit more on that. So, Paige fixed the ballerina, and she says, I liked it better when When it was was broken. broken. And it's kind of an analogy for the relationship, in in a way, in that that she she didn't know how far Mike would go when they were all, when everything was crazy, when she was focusing on the girls, and she didn't really have time for them, when their relationship was broken, and it's on the rocks. And now that everything's okay, and they could probably be together, and she's there... She, it's fixed. Yeah. It's fixed, but he's just putting on a mask. Right, exactly. And uh, he thanks her for saving him because he knows that Sid would have shot him. And Mike just, ugh. I'm thinking about writing Lena's parents a letter. Did you want to help me do it? Absolutely. My, dude. Oh, my God. And you're trying to get on Briggs about this. This is one thing that pisses me off, too. And I hope that Paige throws it in their face. Mike doesn't know, Mike doesn't know about Bodito. I know, but I'm just saying, oh, you're right. Okay, but just in case, it's the, the simple fact that he's just on Briggs' is jock about everything, I just hope that it gets thrown in his face. Like, you know what? Guess what? He's You're on, the same, buddy. He's on Briggs' jock because Briggs royally screwed them over last night on that, and it got five people killed Briggs. under Mike's watch. I know. So it doesn't matter, criminal or otherwise, five people killed is still five people killed, and that's My, why we see the supervisor so Mike, pissed. And Lena killed and cremated, is st- that still happened too. Yeah, so... um. He thanks her for saving him, and it's just like, so, you're just like, God, I hate you so much right yeah. now, Mike, when he's talking about, you know, it's a trifecta. It's the win, win, win. Everything's going great. Because he's so corny about it. That's why he's getting under everyone's um, nails or skin, or like, what is the saying? Nails yeah, or skin? Under their skin. Under their skin. Yeah, Lena. Or not Lena. Um, yeah, Paige. Everything's great. Absolutely. It's all absolutely good. This it's is like, my... you know what, Kendall? Back up. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I really enjoy Graceland. It's an amazing <laughs> show. It's like, I'm not going to say it like that. I'm going to say this show is like really... This episode, honestly, it really just reminded me of last season 
when I would come into the studio and I would just be like, that was an amazing episode. Yeah. And you know what? I, I've had that this season. So have I. But they were, it was good and you were just like, we were, we were watching it because we needed to know what was going on. But tonight or this episode was excitement. It's made the slow buildup worth right. it. It's made the slow buildup worth it. It did. Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. what I like. Especially because we had no idea. Charlie. And Paige is still stuck on Lena. And I say, she knows, Mike. Don't be dumb. That's my note say. By the way, you know what also may, um, upset me, too? Even though I know Briggs was doing it just because he needed to mess things up. How he said, oh, Charlie, get you know, makes puts uh, personal with business, mixes them together, and mm-hmm. then it becomes unprofessional. I'll tell you what, she sure proved that she didn't. The fact that she known that for the two days and didn't say anything, man. Worked it, played it like a charm. Oh, my God. Loved it. Um, anyway, so the dinner scene, they're finally all together. Um, it so was so funny. And it was like the, the tension The tension was great. I thought they they... They delivered it well. Oh, the scene with Mike and Paige was actually... Was it after the dinner? Anyway, so... Yeah, it was because they're like, let's do it over dinner. And then they go downstairs and then Briggs gets home. So Briggs makes a toast. Yeah, to Graceland, to home. To home, where it's ironic because we had the speech earlier where Jake's is saying that we don't have a home. This isn't a home. Mm -hmm. It's not a home. Um, No phones on sauce night because Johnny keeps getting texts. Mike asks about Carlito, and he's being such a dick. So, like, why Super do you have to dick. be rude about it? Yeah. Super dick. He suspects everyone. Mike sounds like false sincerity, awkward conversations, because they're like, oh, let's not, uh, let's not talk about work. Okay, well, let's talk about this. It's, like, super awkward. And then he asked Johnny why Johnny said the timing was perfect for Carlito to be back, to be ba- to back off down to Mexico and, like, even, like, the whole fire and everything. Mm-hmm. And Johnny says, because Briggs called. And Mike's like... Oh, okay. Briggs called and told him about the cruise ships and told you about that. Well, oh, Briggs, did you tell Sid? They're so lucky I wasn't at the dinner table. It was like the most... Because I would have been like, Mike, you have something to say? Say it. Say it, brother. What you got to say? Like, I don't know why you're beating around the bush. Why don't you get to the point instead of trying to be sleek about it? Most passive-aggressive thing ever. Um, Yeah, but it was like, ooh, that's the kind of passive-aggressiveness that gets you jumped. But this is the the only time, like, Briggs is really under his skin because usually Briggs is so cool and calm-headed, even in these situations... Briggs is getting mad defensive. Super. De- and then he throws Charlie under the bus yeah. with Kelly Padillo. Briggs is like, oh, what do you do to catch Sid? And Mike says, <laughs> what will I do to catch you? And then Briggs brings up Kelly Padillo. Everyone's yelling. Charlie dumps the shots. So good. Shuts everyone up. And Johnny in the silence is just like. I'm in love with Lucia. I'm in love with Lucia. <laughs> and I've been sleeping with her since the beginning. That's some baby brother type-ish to say. That was the baby brother just like, I'm in love with Lucia. He's like, everybody's mad, so I don't think you can get much madder. So I'm just going to come out and say it right now. But he's right. Once something huge comes out like that, it's you like, can say cares? something and yeah. it's like, oh, you got an F. Everyone's like, already fighting. They're not about to get more mad about it. I know, right? Um, so... Charlie uh, Charlie answers the phone at this point, and it's Billy talking about the bank and says the job's off because they're filming some stupid, um, some stupid uh, movie on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, da 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 da, going down, going down. Um, they say it's the Woodsman John Seven about this lumberjack who kills a bunch of people in the woods. So at this point, they're all like so exhausted emotionally, and just like, all right, well, what solutions? Because they need to do the heist. Because mm-hmm. the heist is how they're going to take Sid's parachute away and get him to sell out the the Solano Cartel. At this point, that's what Mike believes. Because at this point, we don't really have um, 
the deal set in stone with um, the planes and everything. Mm-hmm. So Briggs says we do it during the day. Yeah, Briggs, good idea. You're the one who set them up, so you'll have to do it this way. Uh, Grace lands the team, and I love this joke. I don't know if you – is this the one you wrote down? No, don't worry. We'll get to it. Okay. So um, it's like, yeah, Charlie mentions, like, we have a better chance of getting her – of me getting her to see um, – me getting her to say, see Big Johnson 19, then uh, her getting her to do the heist in, at night. And Jake says, Jake says, something tells me she wouldn't like Big Johnson 19. <laughs> I know. Lesbian joke. Oh, my God. Um, love it. My, I loved, I'm not going to say the line, that, but I I loved when they walk in and you see their, sh- their silhouettes only. Super cliche, but Super like. Super Armageddon. That was dope. I loved it. I was like, Graceland EDM. Doo, doo, doo. I was th- I was thinking more if you don't know that's the A team. Oh, The A team theme. I was thinking that when they were walking in or like the Hey mean Joe, can I have your and he throws the kid his uniform. Anyway, so Mike tells Charlie he doesn't want Briggs on it and Charlie agrees and at this point we know now that Charlie knows that Briggs did that to Ah dude. Charlie knows this whole time. She knows this whole time about Juan Badillo. Charlie and Billy, she offers a better plan after giving her the sauce. Mm -hmm. Uh, Billy says, I don't don't risk my life for pussy. Billy is the character's name. Amber is the character's name. Amber is the character's name. If it's not Amber, it's Crystal, but it's one of the two. Billy is the guy. The guy introduced the blonde girl to Charlie. It's it's Amber. Damn, I don't know why I keep thinking. Amber is the actress's name, right? Nope. It's the character's name. Pretty sure the actress's name is Amber. Okay. I'm well. terrible. Anyway, so she um she what the, she offers a better plan after giving the sauce. Charlie says she's got a crew and tells her to balls up, man, and she kind of smirks. She's like, "All right." So, Mike and Charlie put the backgrounds together. Mike says he'll keep an eye on Briggs, and then Graceland shows up. And that's where you My silhouette Everyone has their own theme song they probably were hearing in their head. Right, everybody. Scene. Everybody's got kind of something different, I'm sure. Down and out and out. So no, <laughs> nobody came with guns. Amber said, no, you're right, it is Amber. Uh, Amber <laughs> you wrote it down. I wrote it down. Yes. Amber said, oh my gosh. That is a I just got you with the quickness. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So no names. Uh, Paige will transport the cash. She's the sheep. Watching the door is the rabbit, which is Mike. Getaway van is Jake's. The fox. Uh, Briggs cuts security. He's the tiger. Johnny is the pig. That was so funny because Johnny would be like, why I gotta be the pig? <laughs> is oh you a pig, Oh my god, man? you're such a little baby. Carnitas. I love you, Carnitas though. is pig, right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> um, gives them the, she gives them the floor plan and says they better know it. So Briggs shows up to Billy's early and just sells out Mike to death. Billy's. Amber's, yeah. He's like... My buddy worked with him before. He took the money and ran. And Amber's like, I trust Charlie. I trust her opinion. Mm-hmm. But it's noted. Right. So when they, uh, and also Briggs is playing off when they said, who will take the cash? Mike jumped up and said, no, I'll take the cash when Briggs had said he would. So she says that uh, the person who wants the cash is not the person I want holding the cash. Right. And that's why she put um, somebody else in charge of it. Page. Uh, Page, yeah. So the bank. 
they all get out. This really reminded me of the game Payday. I don't mm. know if you guys. Oh, that's what. That's so funny because I was watching it with. Um, oh, I just one of our other three hundred hosts. I don't know. I forgot his name already. It's really cool guy. And I'm in the I'm in the screening room watching this, and I was like, Oh my god! I wish I could rob a bank. And he's like, Oh, you should play the video game Payday. Oh, Mark Donica. Yeah, Check Mark yeah, Mark Donica there you go. on uh, the Ruby After Show. Tonight. Yes, he told me, and I started cracking up because I like. I wish. So like anybody a, wants to rob a bank with me, let me know. We'll plan some stuff. We'll do it. So like a fine-tuned instrument, they get out walking on the bank. They yell at everybody. Somebody presses the silent alarm, and he's saying, bad idea, bad say, idea. Yeah. Um, okay, now my line's coming up. That already I... getting in the vault, planting explosives. They're moving all the hostages right to the back. The ho- this part cracks me up because Briggs goes, hey, man, what's wrong with you? And then they're like, Briggs, relax. And he's like, no, he's on some hero type shit. That killed me. I don't know why, but it did. Well, the dude was acting fidgety, so I was kind of thinking that he was in I know, in but he was right, Amber. because, no, I thought it was funny because Briggs literally thought exactly what I thought. Because I was like, I was watching him, and it was a security guard. And I was like, this guy's trying to think of some plan. And then Briggs goes, he's on some hero. Like, he finished my sentence by saying he's on some hero type shit. It was, it was a moment. Steph had a moment. Um, I thought it was cool how they put magnets on the DVRs for the cameras. And they knocked out the cameras with these big-ass magnets. Uh, They put all the people in the room. They take their Macs off. They tell them they're federal agents. And they hit the charges. Blow the boxes. And the security, uh, we already talked about that. But at this point, I thought he was on Billy's payroll. Or not Billy, Amber's payroll. Because I thought he was the one who was telling them she was agents. And that's why she was going to do it. But this is... Mm-hmm. Mostly because I didn't have audio last night, but now watching it today, I know better. Um, Briggs goes out to Mike and says, so are you still getting the cash or am I getting it? And Mike says, right. I'm getting it. Yeah. So that uh, triggers Amber's head by like, yep, Briggs wasn't lying. I'm about to shoot his. I'm about to shoot his Especially ass. because it wasn't at a plan. Like you can't do a heist and so, not do everything according to plan. We got to rush through Page this. We got 10 minutes left. Okay. Uh, Billy says the tiger warned her about Fox to Charlie and locks Charlie in the vault. Briggs sets Mike up. She's walking out all swaggish. She's just like walking. No, nice not swaggish. Hard because like she's a gate. pissed. No, she's got a gate. She's like so done. <laughs> Holds up her gun. She's about to shoot Mike. Charlie, we see Charlie dialing a number. And then we see Briggs's phone. And it's unknown. He answers it. Starts playing the tape. And he's looking at Mike. So he knows Mike's not, not the one. Not doing it. Exactly. Oh, And then, sorry. Well, we're on the wide <laughs> shot right now. I'm assuming. Sees Mike. T- sees Mike. And then we hear a shot, and then we see Briggs, and his gun's out. And yeah. he had shot at um, at Amber. Amber grabs the bag, runs out the door. Mike looks at Briggs like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And then runs after her. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm just like, Briggs gets the call to hear the tape. So he knows Mike didn't do it. I know. He saves Mike. Mike runs after her. So I'm like, who has the tape? I know. Except for, I, I have to say, even though I was tripped out when that happened, I, I have been, I have just watched the uh, four seasons of Pretty Little Liars in the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is something A would do. They have to be because that's the, the person was in the bank, even though I still didn't think it was Charlie. I don't know why, but I was like, how did they just see it? Oh my God, this was perfect. And, Done. Well shot scene. Oh, liked how it was shot. So good. So afterwards we get they're Charlie. Driving. No, 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 not yet. Oh, hurry. Afterwards they're talking Charlie's talking to Bridge and Briggs and Sid shows up on the site. Oh, and, they and got Briggs is like, We need to leave. Yeah. We need to leave. And she's like, No, I want to talk. And she's like, We need to leave. So they dip out just in time for Sid to see his money and uh Arch- Mike. Archie to be like, it right. was an it was an undercover op set up by Mike Warren. And uh so but the brilliance is since she got away with the money in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It worked out anyway. Yeah. 
like it worked out because all of this money, Mike's getting yelled at. Uh, the guy's saying it's career suicide, and Mike just says, "Hey, man, you got to trust me." Right. And he's seeing Sid, and he talks to Sid. And the interesting thing about this scene is, you'd think that because they saved the money, Sid will be able to just get his money. But what no, you don't know, it has know, to go through a process. That's why he that, said, "That's oh. not it." It, what? Well, Sid has to claim the money as That's his. That's what I was going to say. Because all of the safety deposit box monies are mixed with each other. So they don't know whose is whose. So even though Sid has the boxes in his name, they don't know what was in the boxes because they're a safety deposit box. Mm-hmm. So Sid has to claim the money, but he can't because it's not legal money. Like, the, he'd have to go through the IRS. Nobody and it's knows. it's a lot. It's a lot. It's Every a lot. little stack was like $10,000. So you in some... Ish right now, Sid. Well, Sid's taunting Mike. He's like, "Well, I don't have handcuffs on." I know. So Sid's, walk- around, like, Sid's walking away from the money. But the fact is, is the plan worked because his parachute is gone. Right. He can't back out of the car. Exactly. And, or he can't back out of the Solanos because he's going to need least, to make more at money. At least not anytime soon. At least not yet. Right. Uh, so the plan worked, even though Amber apparently got away, as I assume. Uh, so Charlie and Briggs are driving. He passes the turn. She's like, "Where are you taking me?" He's like, "I'm taking you to the desert." It's time to show you the truth. And he says he's been sleepwalking for years. And they hit a deer. And Charlie Which says... scared the crap out of me. Oh, yeah. And Briggs is just like, it's breathing. Blah, blah, blah. And Charlie just shoots the deer in the head. Which, can we talk about that moment? I know we have a little bit of time. I just That was kind of nuts for me to watch. It was really sad because you... I forget that uh, Briggs... It just... Okay, it blows my mind, you know, that he killed a man. He, it went through him. He had tears in his eyes with the quickness the second... Because of the deer. He had tears with the deer, but Innocence. then Charlie's just, Charlie's just so over Cold it. Cold-blooded. She's over it because he's crying bah. over a deer when she just tried to kill Mike. Yeah. And he, they hit a deer. It's about, it's, Charlie's saying, take me home, take me home. She shoots the deer. She's like, you lit the match. take me home. You lit the match. And he's just like, <laughs> I know. Mind blown. All, all of us are just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> We're just like. The reason why television and anything that's on TV movies is so good for these feelings of mind-blowing likeness. We're putting it together in our head, but like when she says it, like we don't know that she's going to say it. This brings Charlie right back up here again. What a badass agent. And she says, a friend at the LAPD got the tape and called me. Why didn't you just tell me? And then she's just like... You were gonna kill Mike exactly oh. because you thought Mike had the tape. You he she, he went back to murder. You were gonna he, murder Mike. Yeah, have him. Yeah, and he's like, well, "What are you gonna tell our kid?" And she says, "That you're a coward, dog. That you're a coward." It's too late. <laughs> what will you tell him? That you're a coward. And we had seen this entire scene last night. I know. And the, like we, the whole scene. We thought she was pissed because he hit the deer. We I, didn't know I, what was going on. I looked at Brandon. I was like, Brandon, did she abort the baby? And then he was like, no, I'm not going to tell you. Just watch it tomorrow. And I was like, fine. <laughs> I swear I asked him that. I swear. Oh, my God. The scene. I was like, what? And you know what? what's nuts when this guy... When I don't see it coming, yeah. it means it's good. He, I know. Steven goes, I'm not going to front. I, I, had, see that. I had about 80% of the Breaking Bad finale completely predicted. Oh, really? Yeah. I had like that whole thing completely predicted three weeks before the finale. I knew about Hank. I knew about all that stuff. Knew how it was going to go down. So the fact that this caught me off guard. Was the best. Good I'm job, just like, Chris. Seriously. I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. 
So I'm um, going to run through this just to make sure we didn't forget anything. But I think... Oh, my God. You hate me so much. No, um, I don't. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Awake. Oh, I, we mentioned... We forgot one scene, guys, um, which I, I, I thought it was interesting. This is actually the only dream sequence that they actually oh, got right. into the show. And that was a sick sequence, though, because... Chris was so happy that he got like, this there's in. There's a hole in Graceland. There's a hole in Graceland. That was kind of gnarly. And that had it not been a dream and it was real... Maybe a good idea. So he keeps he keeps hearing the tape. He walks into Mike's room just in time for Mike to close his laptop and the tape stops. Mm-hmm. So he knows it, it's Mike's. They fight. They flip over the balcony into the little bonsai pond. And he drowns Mike. Right. And then just drags him. And it was filmed in such a, like, terrible way. Not, like, terrible cinematically, but just, like, it's like, damn, that's messed up. That is, Yeah. Digs the floor up, and dumps Mike's in the in body, there. and then he sees Charlie like with this pure white sheet around the baby. That was funny. That's when and I was she's like, oh, like, definitely a dream. You can't do this to us. And then he's awake on the couch, and Charlie's there, and Charlie's talking about the kid, and she says, I can do it alone, but I don't want to. Yeah. She's giving him every single chance at this point to every, come clean. Every chance. And every chance. Too late. You know what? Too little, too late. Absolutely right, because... If he had told her just then, she would have told him, and he would not have gone through with this whole thing with Mike. And that would have saved him all of that. But you know what? He's too good at keeping secrets. She still doesn't know he's Odin. Thank um, God Amber said in right before she left Charlie in the vault that Briggs had come to see her before. I know, right? Because then Mike would have been dead. All right, let's get into prediction. I know. <laughs> A moment of silence. <laughs> Oh, now, I don't even remember, like, the scene. I, I was trying to. Me too. I was trying to also. Crap. Um, you know, I just... I mean... <laughs> well, we can't make predictions when, when, when everything was just turned around in this, this episode. This was a finale. This was a fin- It wasn't a finale, but it was a finale. Yeah. Like... What all we I have left? I think next we're gonna see. Oh my see, god, we're gonna see so much Carlito. Oh, because I know they're in the last two episodes. Exactly, we're gonna see Carlito. We're gonna see Johnny trying to figure something out about Lucia coming back. Um, I think that Johnny will tell her. I think it'll get to the point because the fact that that uh, what's his face that Jake said you lied and you live a lie that, that's your life. I think that it might get to him, and if he feels any type of way for Lucia, he might want to tell her either that or nothing. Either that or he'll just cut her off completely. So. I can't really say this is um, for sure. Okay. Because somebody told me it, but I can't, like, say it, really. But based on what they said, I really think we're going to lose a member of Graceland next, like, if on the finale. Because what I was told, I was told... Paige. Paige is going to die. I don't know who's going to die. You think it's Johnny? I think it's probably going to be Johnny's Johnny. Gonna shot. I think it's probably going to be Johnny. <gasps> no! But I was told... The end of the season takes it to a whole new level with darkness. And that's all I'll say. I, there's more, but that's all I'll say. Well, now I don't even... Okay, well, we're done with the after show. I don't want to talk anymore. Who do you think's going to die in Graceland? I, Paige. Paige? You <laughs> think Paige is going to die? I hope she dies. I'm kidding. Um, it's funny because... Uh, I don't hope she dies. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Sorinda is a sick actri- actress. There you go. What? You were going to say What? I don't know if I can say it till after the finale. It's a funny story about Jeff and Brandon. 
I can't. I don't think I can say it till after the finale because I want you guys to keep wondering who's going to die in the finale. Well, because I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. I don't have any spoilers. I made sure nobody spoiled it for me because, like, they were talking, and I was like, "Nope, don't tell me. Don't want to know. Don't want to know. Don't want to hear it. I just want to enjoy the show, and I want to make predictions every week, and I want to." Have a great season, because this has been a great season so far. Thank, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been the after show here at AfterBuzz TV for Graceland Season 2, Episode 11, entitled Home. I've been your host, Stephen Lemieux. You can find my name right here. Find me on Twitter, at that name, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X, as well as doing FX's The Strain After Show and MasterChef, which is on Sunday and Monday, respectively. Please follow me on Twitter. Please rate and comment on iTunes, and we will hit you guys back. Stephanie, where can we find you? I'm going to be so sad if Johnny dies. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie, G-I-O-R-G-I, as well as on Vine at Stephanie Georgie, and on Instagram, which I'm going to post a picture of Brandon, Jeff, and I tonight, um, at Steffi G47. Love, peace, and happiness. And Sorry. Guys, we'll I'll see you next week it. for Season 2, Episode 11 of Graceland on the AfterBuzz TV After Show. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, later with, with the quickness. quickness. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. This After Show is brought to you by Walmart's Savings Catcher. Walmart's new Savings Catcher is the simple and easy way to save. Just go to walmart.com slash savings catcher to enter your receipt.